It's maths time. Married at first sight. I've got my popcorn ready. It's that time of year, and we didn't know what this time of year was until we went on the show, but it's maths time. How has it been a year since you guys all met us for the first time on the big screen? Now that we've got our podcast and I guess we have an opinion and we have a platform, we're like... Let's do a little maths recap. Yeah, what people might have been feeling and thinking. Hey, guys, welcome back to the next installment of Maths Recaps with Dominella. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Shit. It honestly is a bit, oh, my God, at the moment. At this point in time, uh, we've just, you know, We've just seen episode eight, guys, and we don't even know how to feel. So we're going to try and talk about it. Let's just talk about what the fuck has gone down in the past week of maths. And let's start. It was the first dinner party. So that brought back some <laughs> some memories, didn't it? Like watching them getting ready and like those little snippets of them, like putting on makeup when you're already done and like remembering that you had to like pretend to get ready, but like you weren't really getting ready. The the getting ready shots that you had to do yeah. 20 times, the put your lipstick on again and then wait in your room for like three hours, have a quick nap, fully dressed, lying with your face up so you don't wreck your makeup. Yeah, you can't take your mic off either. You cannot yeah. take that thing off. Mm. Uh, so it dig into your back and then you'd go to the legs where you'd film the dinner party and then you'd sit there in a tent for a while and play Uno and eat uh, stale chips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what? In saying all of that, I know that sounds shit, but I actually miss it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. It was fun and I can't. I, so I can't work out who's in my room. Oh, I, okay. I'm so devo. I, okay. Number one, I think the people that are in your room are um, Claire and Jesse. Uh, it's either Claire and Jesse or um, Tani and Ollie. I can't tell, but I know for a fact that Harrison and Bronte are in Jack and I's room, mine and Jack's room. Because you guys have that corner bit, like that corner room balcony, and they've and they've fucked it now. Like the juju in there is completely gone. Uh, the good times, the Friday night Negroni nights in there, like. Even before we get to the dinner party, guys, yeah. we find out that they're not even sleeping together. Oh, oh, which is just breaking news to us. Hello, as if like yeah. I, I don't even think they can even look at each other in the eyes at this point, and I don't know if it gets any better. So we see them have this conversation once again. Harrison is pretty much gaslighting Bronte. He's I just like cannot believe. I'm trying to when I'm watching him. I'm like, what is even going through this guy's head? Like, does he even realise what is coming out of his mouth? I think the ultimate douchebag of 2023 goes to Harrison. Don't know his last name. Yeah, don't Uh, know his last name either. (laughs) Seriously. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's hard to even come up with the number one douchebag because a lot of them this year are complete and utter douches. But also, like, I'm just confused. I'm confused how he goes from having sex with her. No. And then he says... He decides after we've had sex that he's not sexually attracted to her. Like, I'm just really confused. It annoys me because clearly there's a lot more that's happened here. Yeah, they haven't shown us. And and I get it. And maybe it's because they, you know, they had to for whatever reason. Yeah. And we get it, like whatever it is. Uh, but it's just annoying because there's a there's so much more that we don't know. And it's like there's I so want to know so much more. But also at this stage, I'm I'm not feeling very sympathetic towards Bronte guys. And this is because I've seen we've seen the dinner party, but also we've seen 
up to episode eight now. So this is like, uh, what was it? Confessions week, all right? All up confessions week, but starting from the dinner party. So we get there, we see them all talking about how their wedding was, the honeymoon, their first weeks. And we see everything that happened with Claire and Jesse. We'll get to that because those two are just as annoying as fucking Bronte and Harrison. So we've yeah, just got to do, they kind of are actually, we've got to do one annoying at a time, honestly. You know, they're all sitting down and Bronte opens up and starts telling the group about everything. Now, but they come walking in together. Oh, don't even go. Thank you I for fucking like, bringing that up because I forgot about that. I was like, um, why are you walking in together? You are not united. You are not a team. Holding hands. Holding hands for about 10 seconds and then they depart. Like, then they quickly, like, fled each other. I've never seen worse. Like, it's worse than Home and Away acting. And that's saying yeah. a lot. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it was really bad. Like, it was really fuck. Bad. And I would make a joke during maths. I was like, oh, yeah, I studied at NIDA, guys. This Look at this acting. It's amazing. Mm. AKA, I cannot act for shit to save my life. I can't fake jack shit, yeah. okay? Yeah. And what I saw there was just like, dude, I just had to like, I put my hand on my head and just went, shook my head yeah. like that. I know. I don't buy any of it. I'm like, I just don't. And there's just been so much that's come out in the media. I don't buy anything now. Oh, I don't believe anything that he's saying. He's honestly like the biggest liar. He's got the biggest Pinocchio nose on his fucking head. Hey, Mr. Pinocchio, you fucking yeah. douchebag. Like, I'm just so confused to who he thinks that he is coming in here saying all this stuff. Yeah, well, and I'm also, I'm just lacking all sympathy for all of them at yeah. this stage, okay? The only person I have real sympathy for is Caitlin, but we'll get to that because we've got a lot to talk about. The only person at that dinner table that actually read through Harrison's bullshit was good old Melinda. We loved your performance, Melinda. And we can call it a bit of a performance. She performed. She performed and I was clapping along because I was like, bitch, thank you for fucking saying something because all these other fucking strudutos, and I'm talking calabresi now because I'm losing it, all of these literally had no, like, are they... And, and, it's, and Melinda was so right when she was like, it's literally like Harrison has put in their drink, like Harrison magic. And it just didn't make any sense why or how everybody was like, oh, yeah. All right. Cheers to that. Cheers to trust. Yeah, huh? Cheers to trust. <laughs> like, I just did not understand. I'm, I was, yeah, I was honestly cheering on Melinda. Everything she said, she nailed it. And I could tell, I mean, we could all tell that Bronte was sitting there like, okay, well, she's right. But she was just being like, looking at Harrison, being like, I'm going to try. I'm going to try for the relationship. Take you for face value or whatever, my ass. Hello, even face value isn't good. The guy is gaslighting yeah. you every moment he gets. He's and so she just bad. sits there, bro. Yeah, and, and then after that, he like says to her, you're just not putting in any effort. I'm like, what? Do you know? Do you know what I'm really disappointed in this season with the women? Like, I understand they're trying to change it to a feminist storyline, okay? Completely. Because last year's, the only feminist storyline was me and you, girl, because you were the only one that fucking actually was my friend and stood by my side. But this year, they're trying to really do a feminist storyline. Completely get it. Loved the idea. The, uh, how it's playing out. Because, other than Melinda, none of these women are standing up for the other woman. And also, if Harrison's sitting across the table from me saying all this shit to me, uh, I tell you what, I wouldn't be taking it like Bronte is. Where yeah. are the women who are standing up and being like, do not fucking talk to me like that? How dare you? Yeah. But you know what? Like watching that whole thing go down, the whole Harrison and Bronte thing, that whole situation made me realise He's the kind of man, he's the reason why I, like, lack trust in men. 
he's the reason why I have become more insecure over time. Like that type of man who gaslight you, manipulate you, emotionally abuse you in ways, like make you question yourself. Like those kind of men are the reason why I feel the way I have for a fucking long time. Not saying I feel like that right now to this day in 2023, but 100% for like the past 10 fucking years of being single, that's the type of male that I have been dating. And it's so unhealthy and they need to be confronted. They need to be held accountable exactly what Melinda did. And I feel like one of the experts right now, but she literally like said everything that needed to be fucking said. I know. And look, I'm so excited for when we finally see the fucking commitment ceremony of this because oh I hope the experts actually deliver yeah. some hard truths like they always yeah. said they're going to deliver hard yeah. truths. But also, can we get like, come on, girls. Come on, ladies. Let's get some fucking, oh, I hate to say it, let's get some balls. Let's get yeah. some fucking strength behind us and let's yeah. show the women of the world how we should fucking clap back to these bastards. There was someone else who did say, I can't remember who it was, but I swear one of the other girls were like, this is fuckboy behaviour. So it was Tani. Oh, it was Tani, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was Tani. She was the only other one that was fucking smart and actually said something because un- unless the others did and they didn't show it, which benefit yeah. of the doubt, okay? Yeah. Mm. But, oh, dude, that dinner party, I actually had heartburn. I fucking had heartburn. Yeah. I was sitting there eating my Thai and I was like, I can't deal. But I just love. I just loved how he literally. I mean, the way they made it look. I mean, obviously, we know that things can get chopped and changed. But yeah, the way that he literally like was speechless. Like when Melinda was like, oh. "But did you end it before you came in?" And he's like, "I oh, loved oh, it." Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, you obviously didn't, bruv. He's so thick-headed. Like I've never met anyone like yeah. this thick in my life. Actually, probably since Cody. He's real thick too, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like just doesn't get it, mm. non-comprende. But I just don't understand, Harrison, what you were thinking before you came on the show because, like, I'm sorry, but this is not looking good. Dude, I'm sorry to deliver <laughs> the bad news, but this is not looking this is good for you, not doll. looking it's good for not- you, mate. And I'm kind of, it's it's scary. Like it's it's scary to think, like, how much fucking hate he's going to get. Like he will. 100%. You know, remember, even like when Mitch was gaslighting me, he was overnight yeah. Putin. He was literally called Putin overnight. Totally. And But the thing that I don't understand, and it's so interesting to me, and this is the question I would ask them if I got a chance to interview them, which, I, guys, we're mm. going to try our hardest to get some of these people on. I'm telling you, we are going to try. The question I would ask him, and, I would, uh, and I'd be very respectful, but I'd mm-hmm. say, did you honestly think, that saying these things and acting that way, when it aired on television, did you not think that you would receive this level of backlash or this mm. level of disdain? Like, truly. I wonder if he got scouted. i die to know. I reckon he might have. As if he's going to fucking apply. Come That's on. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like a lot of this cast have been scouted. I don't like think the Duncan one- applied either. I don't reckon Duncan applied. I think a lot of no. the women did. I can see that. Do you reckon though? Because like the makeup yes. artists, the influencers. Yes. It'll be very interesting, I guess, to find out eventually who was scouted, yes. who applied, all of this kind of stuff. But mm. look, the dinner party for me, 
it really was all about that fucking stupid situation. All the couples that are actually doing well, of course, we don't see a lot about them. Yeah, they don't which, get any airtime, which is so sad because I want to see Tani and Ollie. I want to see Alyssa and Duncan. Like, I feel like Alyssa and Duncan are such a solid match. I know, and Ollie and Tani and Ollie, I'm obsessed. They're 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 very in it to win it. Like they're literally in it. They're done. Like I reckon Bro, they're going to be together was, forever. If I was a betting man, I'd put money on them. I'd put two dollars on them. I reckon they're fucking. They're they're going to be the next success story of maths. I really hope so. I love I, them. They're so cute. Yeah. Um, I and they're the youngest. Yep. Go for it, guys. I fucking love it because all the older ones are stupid. Well, yeah, I just lo- I love them so much, and I love watching them, and I think they're so cute, and like they're both really goofy, and they're both like jokesters, and yeah. oh, they're just so fucking cute. So let's just do a quick rundown of some other people that we re- remember the yeah. names of: Melissa and Josh. Bro, I can't even. Can't even. Next, Lyndall and Cam. So they were the first ones who entered the dinner party. So Lyndall's got um the cystic fibrosis. Yeah. They're yeah. really fucking cute. Can I just say something? I'm really bored of them. No offense. I mean, oh my god, like, I'm there's so nothing, mean. <laughs> like, there's nothing going on. They're very like normal, maybe like not as much. I'm sure they've got great personalities. I want to see more yes. of their personality. That's what I'm saying, guys. I'm not saying, oh my god, they're boring people. I'm just saying I can see they've got great personalities, but I just want to see more of their storyline because at this point in time, we're just seeing douchebag number one and douchebag but fucking number two. Yeah, I will say the one thing I did notice, and you would have noticed this too, Lyndall was wearing naked bull shoes. I did notice that. I was like, yeah. girl, you're going to fucking lose a toenail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, Dead. oh, her feet. <laughs> oh, God. Her, her poor feet. Unless they were, like, really com- – mine were closed toe. I think hers were open toe. So I think yeah, they were okay. open. Oh, mate, okay. Oh, phew, she saved a toenail. Yeah. She saved a toenail. She saved a toenail. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Lyndall and Cam, they're really cute. Ollie and Tani, yeah, the cutest fucking young ones. Alyssa and Duncan, they're, they're I'm, your favorite. I'm rooting. You're like yeah. fucking rooting for them. I'm like I mean, rooting for them. I reckon their sex is also really great because, like, he's handsome. She's a confident <laughs> chick. I reckon they've just got, like, and they're a bit older. Yeah, why aren't they talking about their sex? Because I'm telling you right now, the producers asked them about it. It's not like they haven't even been asked. Yeah. I, I think don't know. That, yeah. But what did you actually think about her, um, Confession. Yeah, so let's head into Confessions Week now. And we saw that and, you know, uh, her Alyssa's confession was that she previously was the other woman. She got in a relationship with a married man and shit went down. It was really confronting for Duncan and he kind of was like, whoa, it hit him a like pretty hard and I think it just took yeah. him some time to process it. He was really analysing the situation. Yeah, and, and which and was you know really what? mature. So fucking mature. It's like, okay, you've done this. You've genuinely like participated. You knew that you were the other girl so you were like obviously condoning the affair. Like he really dissected it from a fucking very mature way. They sorted it out. They really sorted it out and the one like this quote came to my head as I was watching that that segment and it was, everybody makes mistakes, everybody has those days, everybody knows what I'm talking about, everybody has those days. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a Hannah Montana song and I just, it really came to mind when I watched that because, you know, everyone fucks up. I have a question. Do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? This is off topic, but do you think that? Do you believe in that? I think it's really case by case, Mm. okay? But I also think if they've cheated before, they have it in them that if they are unhappy or they get bored, they potentially 
may stray. And I don't think a person should be judged by that because I always do have faith in people. That's just who I am. But would I go for someone that's cheated? I'd I'd be walking on eggshells. Babes, maybe we'll do an episode about cheating and we can share our opinions on that and get the group to input their opinions and what they think. Yeah, I think that we could need be a to topic. hear from you guys and get your yeah. um have you cheated? Have you and you can be anonymous. Mm. Uh, have you been cheated on? Anything like that? Because I, we'd really love to do a whole yeah. episode on that. I think we've got a lot to say. I think it's a good, yeah, it's a good topic. But, but anyway, moving but on. I thought it was really done in a very mature way. I liked yeah. the way they handled it. They both opened their hearts and their minds, and I really loved that. Uh, then we saw a bit from Sandy and Dan, and I and Sandy just really opened up once again about yeah. her, you know, her cultural uh, upbringing and and how that affected her and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I think once again we aren't seeing as much of that couple because newsflash, we already fucking know how that ends because the dipshit's already well. That's gone. I know. Spo- I hate that. I hate it. Like obviously, it's been spoiled now, but. When they were, like, making the show, they obviously didn't know that this was going to happen. So it's like maybe their relationship was just going nowhere anyway, early days. I mean, they look like they're just flatmates at this stage. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not seeing a spark, to be honest with you. No, I think, no spark. I don't think they're a good match anyway. Let's get to the real fuckwit of the episode, okay? Let's get to it because this bloke here should just be dipped in red paint and should not be ever allowed to wash it off because he's a giant walking red flag, this bloke. He honestly, we're talking about Jesse, right? No, we're talking about Shannon. Oh, we need a okay, way to talk okay. about Jesse and Leah, we'll talk about that's Je- a okay, whole yeah. fucking other. So we're talking about Caitlin and Shannon. Cool. So everyone's moved in, right? Everyone's doing the confessions week. They've done the rating game, which I think is the dumbest fucking game ever. And I remember when Mitch and I had to do it. I even said to my producer, I was like, "This is the most toxic." thing to do. Do you know what? I hated doing it and I hated watching it back because even watching yeah. how I was rated by all the other guys, it made me feel yeah. like shit. So I was like, oh my exactly. God, this is yuck. I hate that. It's not nice. It's not nice. I was like, this is I- disgusting. And anyway, so then you've got this fucking dipshit Shannon who just came out with all of these comments towards Caitlin. Which I was not expecting, might I add. Like, I was not expecting that from him. Like, the wedding, the honeymoon, he seems like such a goofball and, like, you know, he's a dad, so you assume he might be a little bit more calm or gentle with the way he He communicates. fully, he gives me the, yeah, the boys. He gives me that vibe. That's the vibe I get from him. He also gives me now fuckboy vibes. Oh, that's... uh Fuckboy type. I've got that in my notes. Yeah, yeah fuckboy. 100%. And there's no other way of redeeming yourself, yeah. uh, old mate. So um, yeah. these are a few of his quotes that I've yeah. that I got in my notes, okay? He said uh, to Caitlin, you know, you really level it up with the makeup, uh, you know, but then when you've got no makeup on, you know, you're completely different. This is another quote from him. Their natural beauty shines more than yours. And then he moves her. He places her, then decides to lower her down the rank. Mate, just fucking just leave it there. Bro, I (laughs) (laughs) honestly, my blood is boiling thinking about it. And then he says, I eat with my eyes. These these words come out of this bloke's mouth. Okay. He's toxic fucking dipshit mouth. Yeah, he is toxic. And sorry, sir, I can fucking say that about you because those words and that language you used towards that beautiful woman that's standing right next to you, that's giving mm. you 
Everything. Her heart, her soul, everything, yeah. her time, her fucking energy. Mm-hmm. And you talk to her like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, then turns out this idiot's not over his ex. Oh, my God. So this whole scene was just. Next minute, poor Caitlin has to be sitting there hearing him talking to his ex, who he still says he loves. I'm still in love with my ex. He's literally sitting there on the couch. And then he what starts crying and he says, you know, you're so this and you're so that, but I still love my ex and I don't want to be dragging you both through. I'm like, mate, why go on a TV show about marriage if you still even have the slightest relationship with your ex? If you are calling your ex and crying and shit like that's happening, you clearly still have some kind of a deep relationship with your ex. Why are you getting married? Preach, sister. Why would he come on the show, not only waste Caitlyn's time when Caitlyn could have been matched with someone who was genuine, but he's just wasted all of our time now. Wasted all of our time, wasted someone who potentially could have been matched with Caitlyn who actually would have fucking put in the effort. Someone else's, some other guy out there who could have actually been in it ready. Like, go back to your toxic ex. Like, we don't care, bro. Like, wipe your tears with fucking someone else's... Like, you know, I don't But then he comes around and he's like, oh, but I want to give it you. I want to move oh. on. Maybe I need to stop doing that. Oh, my. Dude, you can't decide that within no, fucking a few days. you need to stop doing that, like, weeks ago. Do you know what I yeah. mean? You need to stop doing that when you decided you wanted to go on a TV show and give yourself to someone. Okay? Yeah. That's when you needed to decide. Literally, shits me to fucking tears. Then we yeah. then we move to Harrison and Bronte again. I know, guys, literally, even saying oh. those names, it actually gives me heartburn. And it's almost like I wish we didn't have to talk about them, but we can't, like, I know. you know. So, so these two aren't staying in the same room, surprise, surprise. They just ruined the juju of mine and Jack's room. I have to keep saying that because I, I'm actually so devo. So what have I got here? Uh, they, they sit down and um, – So first he gets the fucking cupcake. Oh, the ugly – I don't even think it was a it cupcake. It looked like a boob. It looked like a boob. Thank you. It looked like a tit. I was like, what are you trying to say? He And you know what? I don't reckon he chose to get that cupcake because I know when Mitchell got things for me, it wasn't because Mitchell thought it. It was because the producers were like, maybe you should get this for her. Yep. 100%. I, read, I don't reckon he fucking even thought to get the cupcake. 100% he didn't. It looked like it came from a little shitty fucking cafe downstairs, babe. It yeah. wasn't thought out. Police. So he brings the cupcake. They sit down and he literally just starts straight away. Gaslighting her again, oh. projecting all of his shit, saying that Bronte is the one that is disrespectful. He's saying you're being disrespectful. Yeah. He then calls himself sensitive and empathetic. These words came out of his mouth, guys. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, and so he's first saying you're disrespectful. You're the one that's giving up and abandoning me. I'm sorry, mate. You yeah. literally just said to her, you are not attracted to her sexually. You are the one that is damaging her. Can I just say what I wrote down in my notes while I was watching? Feels like he's been abandoned. Dot dot dot. What the fuck? Then I wrote making my blood boil. That's literally in yeah. my notes because my I- note says he says she abandoned <laughs> him. Right? I'm sorry, but are you the one who left <laughs> and packed your shit and you left? You moved out. Honestly, I feel like our notes are a vibe because <laughs> honestly, it's. It's like journaling, but for these fuckwits. Like, honestly, like, it's, it's I just, epic. I'm sorry, but Harrison, you must feel like a bit of a goose watching but this right now. But also Bronte just sitting there like, fuck me dead. 
Do something, bro. Yeah. I literally feel like she's sitting there just thinking, do it, do it for the followers. Do it yeah. for the followers. That That's honestly, I, I know. know, I know that sounds so fucked, but why else would you stay through that? Why would you put yourself? It, it's clear, bro. It's clear by now you are not going to have a relationship. You don't even like each other. Yeah, and she's crying. Oh, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of tears in this season so far. There's a lot of crying happening. Like everyone's cried. Everyone's crying. Everyone's fucking devo. Like at least no wonder they need to fucking go out and have a few drinks. Yeah, which mm. uh, takes us to our next episode. But I feel like we should go to Claire and Jesse before we mm. even get to episode eight because. Jesse opens up that he's never been in a healthy relationship and this is the point in time where I feel we start seeing Jesse in another light. And I really enjoyed that. I was like, you know what, this is actually really fucking nice and brave yet again. Because when we saw that thing on the honeymoon and he sat on that boat thing and he was again being very brave with his emotions and his insecurities. So, like, I was like, hang on. Okay, he does have this really nice, soft side. It's very deep inside of him when the walls come down, but it's really in there. And, okay, you're really trying. You're really trying here, Jesse. I could really see that. And he opened up that he had been kept a secret by his ex-girlfriend for two years. He never met her family or friends. So that's led him to have zero trust. And, I mean, mate can relate, all right? We can all relate to that. And I think – I'm so proud of him that he opened up, okay? And don't get me wrong, I don't agree with the way he acted at the at the honeymoon, all right? You no. know, you guys no. know what our thoughts were on that. But the power in his vulnerability in that moment was yeah. really amazing and I'm so glad that he showed everyone, not only Claire, but he showed the viewers that because that's yeah. it's going to be I mean, that was very important and I guess for what's to come. Yeah. Mhm. And I want to give a preface to us debriefing episode eight guys because Mm. when you go into the experiment you sign your contracts everything but you are also told numerous times Mm. and also why we have chaperones and people that live on site with us that we are not allowed to socialize with the other couples and we are not allowed to go out during filming of the experiment and i'll say why if we socialize off camera with other couples, which you can clearly see that's happened because at the dinner party, you could see the friendships already. Yeah. Okay. It not only looks stupid on camera, but it creates storylines and relationships. Do you agree, babes? Yeah. So there's things like, let's just say Dom and I had a conversation, which I feel like it might have happened a couple of times with our season, but not a lot. Yes. Where yes. something's happened off camera, a big event has happened, like a fight or a comment's been said, and the cameras haven't been there. And then the next day yep. there's tension and producers, everyone's like, well, what's going on? What's happened? Yes. Well, yes. and us as viewers, we don't know what's happened, so we miss it all and it ruins the storyline. Exactly right. So that's why you can't be going out, getting on the piss with other cast members because shit will happen which is then what happened. Ella's just hit the nail on the head there. That is what happens and it really stuffs up production, number one. Yeah. So, yeah, they would have got in big trouble for this, okay? Yeah. That's just pre- that's preface that because they yeah. would have guys, all right? Yeah. They, pre- they would have got something taken away from them in terms of like a, you know, it, it, maybe if they got to have a night out, like something maybe something fun, would, something fun yeah. would have been organized for them and they would have said, no, well, we're not doing that now because you've done this. And, yeah. I, and look, at the start of filming the show, I didn't understand the rules, but I can tell you what, you quickly learn and I'm yeah, glad we all stuck to it because yeah. what we saw in episode eight was fucking mm. disgusting. 
It was so bad. So it opens and we see Jesse doing a diary cam. Now, when we get into the experiment, we all get a a spare phone phone. and that's the phone that we meant to take all of our videos on diary cams. It's basically when the cameras aren't around and if you want to document something, then the producers, they collect your phones weekly and they take the data from the phone and they use it. Yeah, you you drop off your phone at every dinner party. Yeah. And they kind of take it, uh, all the stuff off. So, no, they don't take your personal phone, but they take your that phone. Okay, so Jesse's doing a diary cam. He's clearly rolled up. Mm-hmm. Something's gone down. Uh, he's seen Claire walk in the apartment. She didn't know that he was there, and she's on the phone with someone. And that someone that she's having a conversation with is? Adam. Mr. Adam. So, because first of all, because so Jesse was just like in the apartment and then later, yeah, he found out that there was a group of them that went to a pub. And we see that vision. We see uh, Duncan, Adam, Claire, there potentially might have been a few more, but they were just the faces that they kind of flashed in these in these visions. So they've obviously, these dickheads have obviously filmed, filmed themselves it. as well. So, I mean, like. They've filmed themselves on what, the maths phone? Dude. It sounds like I'm like thinking, how on earth? I mean, they're too did, dumb to actually. It's actually great for the producer. But I'd just you know love I mean? to know, like, did they actually take their maths phone out with them? Because I never used my maths phone. Dude, I never did. I like used it three times. I never used mine. Yeah, I never. It was pretty hectic, guys. And then it cuts yeah. to going into everyone's room and being like, oh my God, did you hear that last night? Did you hear mm. the screaming? Did you hear the knocking on the door? So it's pretty, ma- it was a, like, Obviously a huge thing, dudes. Mm. Okay? It was a pretty fucking big thing. Yeah. Um, apparently Jesse's screaming, calling Adam a dog because he heard Claire on the phone to Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, she called him babe or something and then she quickly scrambled to hang up. And so she's fucked up. Yeah. Big Her, time. The way that she reacted was guilt. It wasn't, I'm just on the phone to Adam, like, yeah, his, you know, we were all just at the pub. Like, she, if it was not, not a big deal, she wouldn't have acted the way that she, she acted. She would have just been like, yeah, we're just at the pub. Like, you know, we were just down at the pub. We've just got back. I'm just yeah. on the phone. She didn't do that. She no. was, you know, all kinds of uh, putting up those walls and she knows, like, she's guilty. Something actually happened there, dudes. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, Janelle and Adam are laying in bed shocked. Oh, jo- Adam's so shocked. Oh, my God. Oh my like, why Why is Jesse being so weird? So they're, they're really using that against Jesse, poor thing. Like, I, yeah. I was, like, really fucking feeling for Jesse at this point, eh? Claire and Jesse have a really tense conversation, and mm. Claire's pretty much being, like, gaslighting him back. Yeah. There's a fucking lot of gaslighting, I'm telling you. There's I don't know how this shit's not being burnt to the shreds. Yeah. That whole conversation was fucked. I felt bad for Jesse. Yeah, and I actually wrote a note here in my notes saying the fact that they're making a big deal out of this one thing means that something actually went on. Something happened. Okay, so this is kind of a bit of a, I guess, insight from us. So last season we had Matt who got really fucked up and was going around and made a big, like, pissed in Ella's room and did all a bunch of fucked up stuff. Now, they wouldn't have had him go at the dinner party and do the apology and actually say that out loud if it didn't cause something amongst the group. Now, it clearly, was bad. Yes. Now, clearly this is something bad and it's and you can see how them going out, yeah. doing, you know, getting fucked up, coming back, them having this conversation has affected the group. So that is yeah. why they had to show it. And it's funny because it just so happened that for Confessions Week, a brand new task has come to light. And I actually like to say, and I like mm. to think, and I credit you, yourself, <laughs> Miss Ella, and, you know, 
maybe old mate as well, for this new task that they've come, which is the phone challenge. See, my theory is they created this challenge after what's happened, knowing that on someone's phone, because oh. did you see? Did you see who got the task right? Yeah, but Janelle nothing, and but Adam. The, but the dipshits didn't even look at it. I was like so upset. Yeah, because Adam fucking got in Janelle's head so good. I was just about to say that. Did you ju- see yeah. the way that he freaked out? He literally was schwitzing. The he, look on his face. He was really, and I feel so bad for Janelle because you could clearly see she's trying. Yeah, and she didn't want to fucking push it. Right, I, I was like rooting for Janelle. I was like, Janelle, go, go, go! Because but- the, he, she would have seen messages. She would have seen yeah. that he'd spoken to Claire. But he, that literally, he looked so nervous. Oh, it's so, it was so obvious that he was freaking he out. He was like, sweating. He had actual sweat pimples on his face, growing. Bro, he was freaking out. He was you. literally freaking out. Yeah. And then when he ripped the piece of paper up, he was like, <gasps> Ooh, dodged a billet. Woohoo! Oh. He li- like he Gross. got so like. Janelle, I wish that you didn't do that. No, Janelle. I was I was like, oh, I was so close but so far now. I still think, though, that they did it because of uh, you and Mitch. And clearly you guys didn't do it either. Do you know what I'm saying? He, well, he wouldn't let you. And he had a vault. He the had the vault. vault. The good old vault. The vault. Mm. Uh, what a fucking roller coaster episode eight, honestly. Like, it was a bit of a shit fight. We also need to talk about Melissa and Josh. Right, I need to take Melissa a deep breath. Melissa and Josh. I need to like, take a deep breath. Honestly, I feel sorry for Josh. I do because, you know, he is such a kind, like, soft soul and he's just trying to do the tasks and, you know, be really sensitive and I just feel like she's really just, you know, driving him into the wall. She's driving him into the wall and the song that comes to mind when I – see their situation and I look at Josh and I just hear the song, I'm losing it. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. He's And he actually got it. mad. He oh, actually he... got mad. I was like. Yeah, I mean, as you fucking would and as you should because, Josh, I would probably feel the same way. Like when they watched back the videos from their first impressions, all she could say about how big his dick was, his the size of his feet, the size of his hands. Um, Alessandra needs to come in there and give this bitch a fucking vibrator and go, if you're yeah. horny, fucking go and get yourself yeah. off, doll. But I, I just oh, – they're very different people. But like, very different. But Melissa – we get it. Yeah. You're horny. We get you want to have sex. We fucking get it, doll. Oh, yeah, we like, get it. Trust me. Me of all people get it. Okay. We, yeah. get, we fucking get it. Mm. Relax, honey. Like literally yeah. take a fucking breath, have a glass of wine, go yeah. up, go in the shower, fucking use your mm. Empress 2, get yourself mm-hmm. off. We've got a code, doll. You can get 50% off. We, we've yeah. got you sorted. But also <sighs> I wanted to say Fuck. like I was really just watching that and I was like this is actually really uncomfortable. Like his confession was being so vulnerable and he cried about Poor being darling. a single father. Oh. And then hers was like I just hope I don't have a loveless, sexless marriage. She's clearly traumatised and I will say that, okay, yeah. Benefit of the mm. doubt is that she is traumatized from her relationship, and there's clearly a lot of trauma there and a lot of shit that's making her be very full on about this, which isn't an excuse. But dude, like, take a chill pill. Like, and also, I noticed that Josh has a brown eye and a blue eye. Yes, it's called something. Um, uh, it's called heterochromia iridium. Oh. Heterochromia is when you have two different color eyes. So yeah, Melissa and Josh. I don't know. I feel like that's gonna. Not go very well. Melissa and Josh, um, I feel like we're going to be saying see ya to them very soon. Yeah, see ya very soon. I'm like, it needs to just stop. Like, we, I'm, I mean, even we're feeling Josh's pain. 
And yeah. and I really feel sorry for her because yeah. she'd be watching this and she'd be mortified. I can just yeah. imagine. She would be absolutely positively mortified. And then I guess at the end, I just remember Shannon as well deciding that he wants to be authentic now. Shannon and Kaylin. Like he was like, oh, I just want to give you my all now and be authentic. And I didn't, he wanted to keep his ex on the fence in case it didn't work with Caitlin. Like, why would you say that? I mean, you guys can't see my face, but Ella can see my face. And my face is saying it all. Ladies, ladies, know your self-worth. Yeah. These blokes are not worthy of you. A lot of these blokes are just not cool, man. Not worthy. Not cool. Yeah. Douchebags. See ya. They don't deserve anyone. He can go back to his toxic ex-relationship, whatever. Like, we don't need you, sir. Guys, we can't wait for the commitment ceremony because we really hope, and John, I'm looking at you here, Mr. John Aiken. John, I'm hoping you you can can deliver us some fucking home truths, as you like to say, because how many times we hear home truths, Dull? He, I sure as hell hope that he pulls up Adam, Harrison, Claire, Harrison. There's so many of these dipshits. And I'm curious to see what is said toward Melissa about this Josh situation. I'm curious to see what Alessandra might say about it. I think Alessandra is going to be like, girl, you need to calm down. Go and have mm. a fucking play. Go and get, yeah. your, get your vibe out. I hope she got. I reckon um, the week after is going to be intimacy week because, to be honest, there's a few couples that I'm like, there's literally there's roommate vibes here. There's Yeah, no- there's a lot of roommate vibes. I want some tiny Ollie shit, okay? I want some Um, real love. I can't wait to watch them fall in love. Bro, I'm so excited. They're so cute. And, like, I just, like, want to have a wine with Tani and, like, I just want to have them over and, like, have dinner with them. They're so cute. We are excited to see what the commitment ceremony is going to bring. Up until then, go and catch up on the rest of what we've, uh, you know, recorded if you haven't gone and listened. And make sure you subscribe, sit with us, go and follow us on socials. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. And these guys, these are just maths bonus episodes. So we do have our standard normal uh, episodes weekly. We do have some guests coming up as well next week. So stay tuned. We're working our ass off here, guys, because we're giving you what you want. And we love it. And we love hearing your feedback. Yeah. And go and spread love and happiness in the world, guys. We love you. And we love you. Bye. Bye.